God is able to do anything in anybody's life at any time. And this morning, I came with a sure word for somebody that your story and your testimony will be turned around in the next 24 hours. Yes! In fact, before their service will come to an end, you'll be going home with your own miracle. I, I feel it. like the prophecy came back to me. Ah. But if it is yours, receive it. I receive it. I think for this year is bless me. And this morning I bring you a message entitled Bless Me Indeed. Bless me indeed. I fear a change now so and it's a radishrami. Now the person who babet in it is a radishrami ampara ampara. I like that one. Yeah. When we're children, when you are telling a story and you want the person to believe what you are saying, yeah. you say, I'm parampara. No cremuara said, Nia, a radiation, and I say, Shrum Fambrano, Ostia, I'm para, I'm para, when cremu. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Bless me indeed. Shrum, indeed. Bless me indeed. Okay, if it's not coming. Should I quote it or I should read it? Okay, let me read it. New King James. Shall we read? It's only two verses and you're likely to read only these two for the rest of the day. So let's go. Ready? Go. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. I prophesy to you that you'll be more honorable than your competitors. I, I prophesy to you that your husband will prefer you over side chicks. I, I prophesy to you that you'll be more honorable in business than those who have gone ahead of you. Receive honor. Continue. And his mother called his name, saying, Because I bore him in pain. Now, let's read the final verse and then maybe I'll just preach through. Ready, go. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. That your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil. That it may not cost me. That Listen, the original Hebrew rendition there does not read that I may not cause pain. But that that evil will not cost me pain. That evil will not cost me pain. Any evil called a funeral to cause you pain. Any evil called a sickness to cause you pain in your body. I crush it in the name of Jesus. Yes. And it is signed up this way. So God granted him his request. One, there are so many prayers people pray. But in this scripture, we find that amongst all prayers that are prayed, the prayer to be blessed indeed is definitely answered by God. I know you have been praying a lot of prayers in your life. But I give you a model prayer that God has shown that he can answer. And if you make that your prayer and your expectation this morning, which is a, a blessing indeed, you will indeed be blessed. Ah. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of us might know this text and we are thinking of pain, we are thinking of a lot of things we've heard in the past, but I want you to journey with me, okay? So, we are introduced to somebody in Second, First Chronicles chapter four, verse nine and ten, called Jabez. Now, if you read First Chronicles chapter one, verse one, all the way to chapter nine, what you find there is a family tree of Hebrew um, families and tribes. Just a tall list, what some people call genealogy, and they would mention people and mention people. But when you got to the fourth chapter and the ninth verse the author of the book of Chronicles decided to take a break and to just give you a biographical peek into the life of somebody that lived. Listen, they'll read about a lot of people, but when they get to you, they will pause and spend some more time talking yeah. about your exploits. Yeah. Other people in your family will be mentioned in the obituary in name, but when they write the obituary of some relative of yours who is gone, and it gets to your name, they'll put into bracket in America, has a PhD, yes. has seven children. Ah. They cannot mention your name in person. I feel like I'm still prophesying to myself, but you're about to make a name for yourself. Yeah. 
This scripture demonstrates how God can turn the life of somebody who has a troubled life around in, in just no time. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Now who is Jabez? Jabez represents two key things. Number one, Jabez represents a person and Jabez represents a state of a person. Now, I can say confidently that at this point in our lives and globally, we are all going through some form of Jabez. What we are going through now can be can be likened to a Jabez situation. Listen, the Bible and his mother called him Jabez and said, Because I bore him in pain. Now, all of us came into this world by some measure of pain. Pain of labor, pain of cesarean. But nobody has taken the time to call their child Jabez because of the pain they went through. Because I bore him in pain. Not I bore him with pain. But I bore him in pain. Describing the circumstances surrounding the birth of that child. Jabez means a state of sorrow. Jabez means a state of pain. Jabez means a state of grief. Jabez is a state. If you look at the people in, in, in the world nations right now, they are going through Jabez. Even in Ghana, because of the economic situations we are going through, we are also going through some form of Jabez. Because of the COVID, people have lost their jobs. Jabez. You see, pain itself is not a feeling you go through just by feeling sick. Pain is triggered and sorrow is triggered by something. As I'm preaching to you now, somebody is going through some pain because of some sickness. It is Jabez. As I'm preaching to you now, somebody has lost their job, triggering the fact that they cannot feed their children and they are going through emotional pain. It is Jabez. But anything making you go through Jabez this morning, I come against it in the name of Jesus. Any story of sickness, any story of poverty, any story of shame, any story of disgrace, any story of bad luck, any story of setback that is causing you pain and sorrow and grief in the name of Jesus. And on this altar of mercy and grace, I pull you out of Jabez. I, I pull you out of sorrow. I, I pull you out of pain. I, I pull you out of disgrace. I, I pull you out of divorce. I I no more Jabez. Your Jabez will come to an this morning. Jabez of economic crisis Jabez triggered by economic crisis she will not be subjected to it Jabez triggered by divorce she will not be subjected to it Jabez triggered by failure of exams it will not be your person Jabez triggered by loss of job it will not be your person any form of life situation that wants to make you go through Jabez or anybody going through that Jabez after today, the Lord is turning your story around. Oh, Again, Jabez can describe a person as in the scenario that we have here. Jabez, you see, 20 pounds, and you know, I want to raise them in the morning. 
this Jabez, as I read the text, I find two things about this Jabez's life. Jabez had family limitations. Watch this. The Bible says, and Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. If the scripture had just said, and Jabez was honorable, it would have been enough. But they compared him to only his brothers and no other person in Israel. And his brothers' names were also not mentioned, meaning that there are people who were non entities. And he was just some. Oh. Jabez. He was not. When you read that, he was honorable. Some people say because he prayed. No. We have been told the story, and it is line by line. The author has to make sense. So he was telling us that. In the family of people who have had born one, born one, born one, born one, born one without a husband, this is the one with a husband. But she doesn't have a child. Jabez. Jabez said, "Ninu tutu ninu anu muse. Oweni onyanyam eche ninu anu chese ninu anu mudamu muse sheikra." A Jabez is a person who is not measuring up to the standard that God has for them, but he's being compared to people who are not his destined level. Jabez. What? You are comparing somebody who graduated from the university with people who are doing undergrad. Yet the person who graduated doesn't have a job. He is a Jabez. Even though he's more honorable because he has a degree, he's still lacking what is necessary for his level as somebody who has finished school. This morning, I know I'm preaching to some Jabezes in the house. The level that you are is not commensurate with God's vision and God's plan and God's dream for your life. Apostle Jonah will say, bless me is not a prayer for non-entities. It's a prayer for people with vision. So when you hear a Jabez pray a prayer like that, it's somebody with high aspirations and yet low state of being. It's like you. Who wants to build a house? But you can't have the income to just buy cement and sand. It's a Jabez. Let me explain another one. I miss. He's somebody who had family limitations. He came from a background where he wouldn't qualify for anything. Now, if you read from chapter 1 of 1st Chronicles, the families that are, were being mentioned, every time they mention the family, they mention the head of the family, which is the father, and then the sons. But when we got here, they didn't mention the father. They said, and now Jabez and his brothers. We are not even told that he's the firstborn, the secondborn, the thirdborn, or the fifthborn. Maybe it's like Apostle Jonah. Maybe he was number 22 out of number 20, whatever. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. They never said, and Jabez's father was like the pattern had been. It means that his father was a nobody. So his father did not deserve a mention. How do I know that? If you read from chapter 1 of verse, four, verse 1 of chapter 4, you will find that they have mentioned the sons of Judah. These sons of Judah that God killed for their wickedness. Even they, they were mentioned. Even people who had done heinous crimes deserve a mention in the book of Chronicles, but not the father of Jabez. It means that his family and his father were... He was, his father was worse than a murderer, perhaps. As I'm preaching now, I know there are some Jabezes here. When things happen in your family, they don't call your name. When, when, when they are looking for somebody to be a leader, you don't even come to mind. It's as if you are dead. It's as if you are useless. But this morning, I know the cure for every Jabez situation. It is called, bless me indeed. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I said, I know the cure for a Jabez situation. Anybody here with family limitations, anybody here who do not match the standard that God has set for you, and anybody here going through sorrow, pain, and hardship, your cure is here. It is called, bless me indeed. Rise and shout, bless me indeed. Bless me indeed. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I can.
Jabez. Jabez Ibiara, Minimanuadro, and Nadron is there. Every Adisham Yampara, Para, Jabez Ibiara, Sikasamaya, Jabez, Jabez Ibiara, Busumia, Quayafra, Jabez Ibiara, your body of Biana, Tuacheno, Every Adibisha, and Para, Para, Senia, yeah, our Jabez. Let me clarify something. His mother did not call him Jabez because his mother wanted him to have a bad future. The mother gave us the reason in the text. So we won't infer in. He said, because I bore him in pain. So in Jewish tradition, there are reasons why names are given to children. One of the reasons is to declare a prophetic word concerning the child. Another is to describe and to etch in the memory of all generations of the circumstances that surrounded the birth of the child. Like we find in 1 Samuel chapter 4 verse 21. It's not every name that is a bad name. Certain names tell us a certain story. What you are going through is not because you've done something wrong. It is only to tell a certain story. Oh, Israel for Abraham, but some year radia ye. Yeah, two dia, ye would yeah the two and nipa and in yebe, and ye may be as you say to me the two and dipa, and could say Jabez in my mini ope of mono, and ye dear that was no in ya and a bia I uh say I why you prevent me, send ye radian you and I say be for T B C Awaw. In first Samuel chapter 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 four, verse twenty-one. The Philistines beat the people of Israel in battle twice. They, they made away with the ark of God. The sons of Eli, the priest who was 98 years around this time, were also killed in battle. Eli, the priest himself, when he heard the news, fell from his chair and died. And so his daughter-in-law, who was, was having a child, who was pregnant with a baby for her son, Fini, his son Phinehas, immediately went into labor. And when he gave birth to the child, he said, this child shall be called Ichabod, which means the glory has departed from Israel. It was just to serve as a reminder of something that happened at the time of the birth of that child. Any bad memory you have from your past, mm. today God will give you a testimony that will erase that memory in the name of Jesus. The man that broke your heart, God will give you a better man and you forget about him. The job that you lost, God will give you a better job and you forget how you were humiliated in that office. I said God will erase the past and replace it with a better story. But with some year, right? yeah, yeah. Jabez said, Bless me indeed. Jabez said, Bless me indeed, I said, is for the people that have outlined. Now, bless me indeed means number one. Bless me with proof. Number two, bless me now. Shramian Param Parachese, my Bibinia de Potisa, Radua Shrami, and Afisu, and Shana Miano, and Yesesia, and Shira. One of the words that I've seen misused, overused in church, and I'm not seeing its evidence in a lot of lives, is the word blessing. I am blessed and highly favored. We use that as a response. You blessed me very much. You ble 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 ble. And yet, the word blessing simply means supernatural favor that makes things work or empowered to succeed. So, if you are blessed and you are empowered to succeed, then I should see the evidence of the blessing. Why do believers say, I am blessed? And yet when we go to the offices, we are telling our offices, when promotions come, we are not there. We are the children of God, but there is, for a lot of us, there is no proof of this relationship. The blessing that we profess and the blessings that are confessed over our lives, we don't see the proof of it. And Jabez had come to a point where he was tired. You see, in English, when you say indeed, it means truly, evidently. Yagani. Where is your blessing? After saying, I am blessed. So Christian, you are the bearer. me, me yeshira, my yeshira, my yeshira. No, yeshira no way far. I was saying, baby, put the bearer. You are the one who is Yeshira yeyi. Anasa yeshira na wukano. Obi bisa. Obo oswan we usampara. Yeshira wu. Empowered to succeed. When we look at the top ten most successful people in this life, you will not find any Christian in the top ten. Where is our blessing? It is about time that the blessing became a blessing with proof and evidence. 
Unbelievers do not get married and yet they are able to get pregnant and easily give birth. I spoke to one lady, she said, Pastor, I have had 10 abortions. And yet I know some believers who are just praying and trusting God for one child. Today, they are saying, God, Bless me indeed, my own is make me pregnant today and indeed. Oh, but we some year radia. Any for egg to me a wo, any for to me a funugu, and so Christo de Boha Baba Kumpo Abono. Now Pabana Pese, a radishami and parachese, a radimamesu, yefunibinami wo baba kumpo. And he says, Bless me indeed. It also means bless me in bless me now. Now the Hebrew word that they translated indeed there. If you read it from the Hebrew text, the whole blessing side, it says, bless me, bless me. And it carries the effect of five exclamation marks. In other words, he was saying, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless He needed the blessing immediately and at once by force. Many times we know we are blessed, but we, when we come to church, we don't claim what is ours to go back with it. And everything about about us usually is very ethereal. It's very, it's very, it's only lying in supernatural and never proven and never seen and never immediate and never in this present life. All for, for some reason, we go through so much struggle that we defer all our hopes to going to heaven. If God wanted you to go to heaven, he would have called you home by now. But once you leave, you must be a living proof, ah. a present proof, an instant proof of his blessing on your life. Yes. Bless me. Indeed, bless me with proof and bless me now. I don't want to be 80 years before I build my first house. I don't want to be 80 years before I can enjoy my dream car. By that time, I can't even drive and I'm sitting at the back. Me too, let me feel the air consume. Then when I'm advancing age, I cannot cross my leg for somebody to drive me. Say, Lord, bless me indeed. Lord, bless me indeed. Come and do a miracle, a miracle. Not tomorrow, today. today. Bless me now. Come and do this. That's your prayer. If you come with an urgent request, bless it before God. Come and do a miracle today. Not tomorrow. Not in heaven. I will go for my cross in heaven. But I want to enjoy my blessing here. Bless my those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be free. Where is the feeling? Where is the feeling? Where is the satisfaction? This morning, you have said, God, satisfy me in 2022. If your miracle cannot wait, this is your prayer, this is your song. Bless me now. Come and do a miracle. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Destiny are changing. Stories are changing. New paragraphs have been written. God will change your destiny. You will change your story. The story of your children say a miracle, a miracle today. Come and do a miracle. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. You are my destiny changer. Bless me. Bless me today. Let it so. Let my enemies go. Let those who are fighting me now know that you are blessed. Destiny changer. Destiny changer. You are a destiny changer. Come and do a miracle. Do it today. Do it today. Do it today. Do it today. Not in heaven. That will be done on earth. As it is in heaven, there is blessing here on you.
for the earth. I will not die until I have experienced the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. In the land of the living. In the land of the living. I see miracles. Barrenness is being turned around. Cancer is living. Arthritis is living. Diabetes is living. Any chronic condition you came into the meeting with, it's going today. It's going today. He's blessing you indeed. A state of emergency in your life is being addressed today. Every state of emergency in your life. As we, as we are singing, I saw as it were a blue thread like the one we use for drying lines. And I saw that it was breaking. And it was just left with one strand of that thread. But I prophesy to you, anybody whose life is on the lifeline and needs a miracle today, that thread will not break. I see the Lord binding you up. I see the Lord turning your story around. I see the Lord turning your story around. Let's pray about it. Any life that is on emergency, any family member who is in ICU, this morning, we claim healing for them. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Any overdue miracle. Any testimony that I'm looking for. I command it now. 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 I command Claim it now, demand it now, take it now. The Bible said, For the weapons of our warfare, they are not cannot. This mother child of God, the weapon, we are the taking them out. Assault we are taking them out. We are taking them out, out of the hospital. Out of the hospital. We, are taking them out. we are taking them out. Out of the labor world. This morning, this morning, instant miracles. Instant miracles. Instant miracles. Yes. We lay a claim. We, lay a table. we place a demand. We place a demand. On the anointing this morning. Anointing this morning. Our, blessing our blessing must come today. Today, it's standing around. We check you out of the hospital. We check you out of the labor world. We check you out in the name of Jesus. There's a terrible situation. It's standing For wonders. If you believe it, put your hands together for the Lord and take your seats. Everybody, slap your para para. And my men walk across and stand in the old bema mo di amami. And my men ya abrewa and stand in one me kunu. Everybody, shano me hiano ende and ne ya me hiasan shano. I need, I need, I need to be in that place where I succeed on every side, and it is evident to everybody. Not a lie. 
not, not a statement of confessions, but a statement of evidence. Reverend why do witnesses give evidence and confessions in court? And the confessions meant to produce proof that something happened or did not happen. So when we make confessions or blessing, when we talk about blessing, when it is invoked on us, it is mandated, it is to be demanded that it happens in your life. That is why Apostle General can say, I will never die until you all make it. You, he will never die until you build your own house. I receive it. I said he will never die until you, till you buy him a jet indeed. I receive it. He will never die until you give back to your triplets indeed. I receive it. Say, bless me indeed. Bless me indeed. Give me the best thing. He said, oh, that you bless me indeed. And then he now defines what blessing means to him. He says, number one, the proof that you have blessed me is that enlarge my territory. Enlarge my territory. MSD or Message Bible says, Give me large tracts of land. Message says, <laughs> Then he says that, the next one he says that, that your hand will be with me. So, and the third one that you will keep me from evil that it will not cause me pain these were the definitions and the parameters of the blessings that Jabez was asking for and it will interest you that you also need the same thing number one he asked for land number two he asked for the hand of God and number three he asked to be kept he asked for land 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 is, the word land is the summary of all material blessings that can be found on the surface of the earth if you read Genesis chapter 12 the first thing God tells Abraham he says that leave your country and your kindred to a land that I will show you and I will bless you the land on which I will give it to you the summary of the Abrahamic blessing is associated with land. Show me who here doesn't need a material blessing. Of either a job, money, a car, or something of a sort that can be found on this material earth. Jabez was asking for material blessings. So I, I proved land in these three, three pieces. Number one, he was asking for provision. Number two, he was asking for prosperity. And number three, he was asking for a blessing for posterity. Provision, prosperity, and a blessing for posterity. Give me large tracts of land. Now, around this time, they had settled in the land of promise. And Joshua had divided the land to the families and for the tribes by lot. So everybody had their portion of land by inheritance or by your family or by your tribe. So Jabez, I can imagine, already had some land. But when he saw the land that he had, he can't even build a two-bedroom house on it. He can't build even an atakpami on it. He can't do anything with it probably. When he sees the vision and the dreams that he has, this space is too small. When some of you have the dreams that you have, eh, they are too big for the capital that you are holding in your hand. They are too big for the kind of network that you have. They are too big for the kind of relationships that you have. When you see your life, you can really feel that you are limited and God must provide and make a way and break some barriers for you so that you make it. 
Land is provision. Land is what you need to do what you want to do. Provision. Land is the fees of your children. Land. Provision. And not just provision, large tracts of land. I want to be that parent that at my current age, the school fees for my children up to the highest level of education is already in my bank account. That is the kind of parent I want to be. I know what is stopping you from clapping because it is the hand to mouthish view. So you are thinking that you must always be paid salary so that you some to pay your children's school fees. I am telling you that Dan Gote doesn't have to worry about his children's school fees for the next 30 years. Why not you? Why must it be your salary? So that when an event happens, it is not a large tract of land enough. The moment something happens, you are limited with the savings. And everything starts deteriorating. He said, give me large tracts of land. Give me so much in provision. Give me so much. Give me so much. Reverend Akri, I know God has blessed you, but there is still yet room. I've mentioned some top ten. I didn't see your name inside. So, until you become one of the top ten, I am sure Apostle Jonah will stop prophesying. And I also preach this message with force and with passion. But with some year right here, Provision, provision, provision. Some of us, we have relatives. All the people you can only take care of our own children. How about the children of our sisters, our brothers, those who are disadvantaged? The last time I preached a message, I said, God wants us to be not reservoirs, but channels of blessing. How can you be a channel when your salary is only thousand cities? Do you know fees of Montessori schools? Why should should, you see, the, you have to bless somebody because the person outside of you can be the next president that can introduce you to your next level. So, you must be blessed indeed. Yeah. You must be provided yeah. for. Yeah. Everything you need must be provided for. Everybody you want to help must be provided for. Sometimes we promise people and we can't fulfill it because we don't have the provision. We don't have large tracts of the provision. Land also stands for prosperity. Where do you find gold? Where do you find diamond? Where do you find silver? Where do you find copper? Where do you find iron? Where do you find the trees? That make everything that we find. It is in the earth, on the land. Land is a symbol of prosperity. Riches, abundance, and wealth. Show me who here doesn't want to prosper financially. Show me. Land is prosperity. You see, I've read a book, a lot of books about success and prosperity. And one of the ways they say you. You, 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 in, your way, in your journey to becoming prosperous, you should invest in real estate. That's what they say. Now, some even say that, you know what, don't even invest a lot in buildings. Because even as an accountant and understanding valuations, one thing I know is that buildings they lose value. But land appreciates. So they advise you to buy more land. Because over time, the value of land increases. Land stands for prosperity. Land stands for increase. Land stands for abundance. Land stands for never-ending provision of God's resources. Not building. If you like, go and ask the, the uh, experts about what caused the credit crunch. It was real estate, buildings. Those were the ones that caused the U.S. economy to begin to fall. But if they are... Okay, I'm not supposed to be doing <laughs> consulting here, so let me continue with my sermon. So land stands for... Then land also stands for a blessing for posterity. A blessing that will outlive you you can pass on to your children and to your children's generation. Israelites were, the Israelites were very particular about owning land. That was why a man called Naboth would not give his family inheritance of land to the king Ahab, even though he was the king and had all authority. He was unwilling to sell because it was given to him to be passed on to his children. Jabez was praying for something that would not end with him, but go to his children, his children's children, and his children's 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 children. That was the blessing he was asking for. 
Lord, Lord, bless me indeed. Bless me indeed. and give me large tracts of land. And give me large tracts of land. I know there's somebody here, you don't even have money to buy land to build a single room. But as you pray this prayer, I see you buying your own land and building this same year. Say, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. With large tracts of land. With large tracts of land. Then he asked for the hand of God. That you would be with me. Other versions say, the NLT says that, that please be with me in everything that I do. What is the meaning of the hand of God? The hand of God simply represents the power and the presence of God. And in this scenario, Jabez was asking for the power and the presence of God for protection. Because in those days, if you owned land and it was a good land, for example, if God blesses him with land, then it is likely to be a very good land. So people like Ahab, even though he was not living at that time, <laughs> and greedy people would want to encroach. As I'm preaching to you now, the moment I mentioned encroachment, somebody say, ah, that is why I bought land and somebody has even come to take 10 feet already. In Bible days, wars were fought because of space and territories and land. So he says, God, when you bless me, Lord, also protect me. <laughs> Some people have received blessing without protection. Some people have received wealth without covering. Some people have received jobs without protection. They don't understand that it is not just enough to be successful. Because somebody is saying, Pastor, not all the things you said before, by my own strength, I've been able to achieve them. Show me how you can protect yourself when the enemy strikes you with cancer. Show me. And I'll take you to the grave of Steve Jobs. Somebody who had large tracts of land. And he died of cancer. Pastor Nat, you are praying for blessing, children, children, children. My children are very intelligent. They are very intelligent. They are attending some of the, the best schools. Having to seen, having to heard, go and ask Job that a wealthy man loses everything including his children in one day what can show me what you can do without the hand and the protection of god that your hand somebody is watching me and you are going through battles and struggles all you need is just the hand of God to enter into your battles. And those who are fighting you, God will finish them in one day. How can I forget Apostle General's story about this man who, after working in a company for many years, young people will come and rise above him. Rise, rise. Because he was working in the finance office and he, didn't, he wasn't a chartered accountant. So they couldn't move him to the highest levels of the position in that uh, career path. So young people will come and rise. Young people will come and rise. Young people will come and rise. And then it was left four years for him to, <laughs> to retire. And they went for a board meeting. They said, this man, he has been good. He has been loyal to this company. So let us just give him the GM finance position. I understand the position had become vacant. Ladies and gentlemen, argument, argument, argument. The board chair ruled in his favor. And he was made board. He was made GM of the finance and administration department. One month into his position, he was struck with stroke. I know that you are doing well. I know you have risen. I know you are somebody. I don't disrespect that level. But I, I commend to you the hand of God to be with you. Where you be? What about home? 
when you see who call any more you now some you make a turn the person Mr. Wasser, my radipanbo embra was so this young man, this young man bought a blue small car. This one, my wife was telling me the story. I saw the pictures. He bought a blue small car. He was a teacher in one of our secondary schools. He bought a small car. He said he's going to his hometown. On the way. He didn't get to the hometown. He couldn't get home even to get to the town. That small car got mangled and he lost his life. A certain young man made first class. The first class in his village. And decided to come home to come and celebrate. This one, I heard this story just this week. This one happened in a Sinfosu. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he went out with his boys just to celebrate. And then his mother, who are you? Come, I've done fufu and a ponchikrakra for you. Come and eat some. From his house to where he was with the boys, it's like from here to the interchange, the flyover there. He decided to get on a motorbike with some friends. From nowhere came a truck and removed this guy. He didn't even receive his fair salary or even do national, national service. Say, Lord, let your hand, let your hand be upon me. Be upon me. And then he said, <laughs> the final one, that he asked that he'll be kept. He'll be kept. So the hand of God means the presence and power of God for protection. Then he has to be kept. To be kept means he has to be preserved. Preserved. You see, there's a difference between protection and preservation. Protection means being defended from harm. And preservation means being kept from deterioration. Or decay. Or rot, being getting rotten. Or getting corrupted. Let me show you what preservation will do. You see, if the enemy attacks you and succeeds because you don't have protection, that one, you can be harmed. And maybe you might have amassed some wealth so the, the, the world can take care of the rest of your life and the rest of your children. But preservation means that, number one, you are, you are not only protected, <laughs> but what you have doesn't also reduce by a single city or a single penny or lose a single state. That is preservation. That your children will not fall from the height that they've started going to or getting to. That when you take a step, you consistently continue to do well. That is preservation. If you like, if you want to know preservation, it's going to ask salted fish or Kobe. It will tell you that the moment the preservative of salt is introduced, the Kobe stays the same way for thousands of years. Hey, may the Lord preserve you. May where you have gotten to, may you never fall from there. May where your ministry has gotten to, may you never fall from there. May you be preserved from, from, from March, even to December. May nothing happen to you. May you be preserved. I read this song for somebody who is going to do a struggle and a battle in the courts and your office. We are praying the language. We are saying, Lord, invoke your hand over me and deliver me from my enemies and preserve me. Deliver me from the power of the wicked and sustain me. Let your plans 
God of Israel. We all know the students of Apostle Jonah. What does that mean? Prayer. Prayer. Jabez prayed. So, what kind of prayer is that? That makes somebody get blessed, has a land, land gets protected, and get preserved, and has a blessing for posterity. Number one, his prayer was a prayer with passion. With passion. With passion. The prayer that brings bless me indeed is a prayer of passion, number one. Number two is a prayer of expectation. And it's a prayer of reference. Prayer of passion. Watch the verse 10 and how he prayed. There's only one word that describes his passion in the prayer. One word. Oh, Please put it there for me. It is a language that Hebrews have. Akans have. Sierra Leoneans have. Ghanaians have. Americans have. All people, all nations have that phrase. Oh! When somebody screams, oh, then you know that the thing is coming from deep within. It's coming from the depth of their heart and their emotions. See, I've been a prayer warrior for the past 19 years. 
and I've observed something. It is possible that in church, you start right, do a lot of things right, get results, and after a while, it becomes a norm. And one of the things that we are in danger of making a norm is prayer. So that when the prayer is raised, sometimes we don't even think about the prayer topic. We just zoom. And then when we say, oh, we prayed. Then after seven years, nothing is happening. But when you got born again, your heart was very tender. Your emotions and your passion was in everything. So every time you prayed, you got an answer. If you can go back to that same state of being very passionate and intimate with God in prayer, I am telling you, and God granted his request. Your request will be granted. Yeah. I don't intend to offend anybody, please. Yesterday I took, I prayed. I took my church to Atimota Forest, went to pray for four hours. So I believe in prayer. I pray long prayer. I have done personal all night in this room for many times, including the day before my induction to ministry. With no help, we have no musicians. So I what, six hours. We are on it. Sometimes you can get to a place where you yourself you are not really into the prayer. You are just scoring your own self time trying to prove something to yourself sometimes and I find that that's one of the challenges that we have for which reason we may not be getting answers to prayer today I adjure you I implore you I beg you when we start praying they put your heart inside the effectual fervent heartfelt prayer of the righteous man available much other version says makes much power available the problem is not the power sometimes the problem is the approach a prayer of expectation when he prayed this prayer he asked for specific things so that when God does for him you know that this one God did it for some of us if we ask you what has God done for you you can't tell me because in your prayer everything has been, been vague nothing specific it means there is no expectation in that prayer. God, I want one million Ghana cities. When one million Ghana cities hit your account, you will know that God has done it. And God granted his request. How do we know? Because God did exactly what he asked for. What you ask for is the sign and the indication of your expectation. Hannah said that you give me a male child. It's a prayer of expectation. It's like goal setting. So even with God, the same principles we learn in the world for success in dealing with God, we can apply them. Set a goal in your prayer, an expectation in your prayer. I want to marry this year. It's a prayer that God can answer. Final one. It's a prayer of reference. And he cried out to the God of Israel. Who is Israel? Israel is the new name that God gave to Jacob after he cried for blessings. Israel, and Obon Pase, Ebon Paiman, not just Israel, Ayadia, Yadema, Yakob, Ewe, Chileino. Israel is the product of somebody's prayer for blessing. So, Jacob. When he was looking for blessing, he didn't go to look for any other God. He went to the same God that blessed. Sorry, Jabez, when he was looking for blessing, didn't go to any other God. He decided to go to the God of Israel because he has now learned that what he can do for Jacob, he can do for Jabez. And what he can do for Jabez, he can do for Patrick Yossin. What he can do for Jabez, he can do for Janice Bediakon. What he can do for Jabez, he can do for Edemte. What he can do for Jabez, he can do for Janatiope. Please, if I don't know your name, you can add. What he can do for Jabez, he can do for 
What he can do for Jabez, he can do for me. What he can do for Jabez, he can do for me. Put your name on it. What he can do for Jabez, he can do for you might be having a troubled life where your life doesn't meet the standard and you are going through sorrow, grief and pain but I see God giving you land which is property, prosperity provision and adding his protection and preservation to you and today as you pray a prayer with passion as you pray a prayer of expectation and as we refer God to the covenant that he has with the apostle general and for others he has performed for the reason why we have testimonies in this house is so that we'll have reference if you came to church and you're looking for a baby this is a place where people give birth by heart if you, are, you came to church and are looking for weddings this is where weddings are here by heart you may not know Jabez, maybe you didn't even see it in the bible that is why we share testimonies any testimony you've heard in this house God is capable of replicating sin and today he will bless you indeed God bless you